0: from kindred church your inclusive church family this podcast is a collection of sermons from our weekly worship services in durham north carolina whatever your background is wherever you are on your faith journey we hope this message helps you take your next steps in response to god's unconditional love Well, hello everybody. It's great to be with you. Welcome to Kindred Church. If this is your first time to tune in with us, we're especially glad that you're here. And for any of you that I may not have met before, uh, my name is Daniel. I'm the pastor here. Uh, Today, we are continuing our sermon series called Different. And if you missed last week's sermon, I would encourage you to to go back and and listen to that one. We we talked about how uh, we all face this pressure in life to, to be normal to, to fit in and yet when we stop and think about it uh, normal is not actually what any of us really want our lives uh, to, to be And Jesus doesn't call us to be normal. In fact, it's just the opposite. Jesus calls us to be different. And so we're in this sermon series where we're exploring a number of ways that Jesus calls us, very practical ways that Jesus calls us to be different. I'm going to hand it over to Manoka Yance, who is back to preach for us today. Uh, Those of you that don't know Manoka, she is a graduate of Duke Divinity School. She's also on staff at Duke Divinity School as well. She's very involved in the leadership of Kindred Church and volunteers her time in a number of different ways. And one of those ways is that she preaches for us uh, from time to time, and we're always glad when she can. So I'm going to
1: turn it over to Minoka now to continue our
0: series called Different.
1: As many of you know, the Bible can be read in different types of translations. And so in my sermon preparation, I try to read two to three different translations, and I really want to read to you today a translation of our scripture passage that comes from what they called the message. And it reads, passing along, Jesus saw a man at his work collecting taxes. His name was Matthew. Jesus said, come along with me. Matthew stood up and followed him. Later, when Jesus was eating supper at Matthew's house with his close followers, a lot of disreputable characters came and joined them. When the Pharisees saw him keeping this kind of company, they had a fit and lit into Jesus' followers. What kind of example is this from your teacher acting cozy with crooks and misfits? Jesus, overhearing, shot back, who needs a doctor, the healthy or the sick? Go figure out what this scripture means. I'm after mercy, not religion. I'm here to invite outsiders, not coddle insiders. I love this version of the text today, especially the verse, that's number 13, that says, I'm after mercy and not religion. See, Jesus knew that his actions would stir up institutional chaos, but he didn't care. He knew where his focus was. He saw the world differently than the Pharisees did. A world that needed healing of the sick and not just healing of the healthy. He wanted to be known for mercy and not religion. The hallmark of our faith is what I would say is that we as Christians see the world differently too. We see the world in ways that it can't see itself. I would even argue that we see the world's people differently than they see themselves, not as vehicles, but as neighbors. When I was in my middle 20s, my mother unexpectedly passed away. And during her visitation, there was a lot of people that came, as you you might imagine, um, colleagues and people from church. But the person that stood out for me the most was someone I had never met before. And truly, I don't even think I can tell you his name. Uh, But he stood in line for over an hour and when he got to me, he explained to me that he was a pharmaceutical salesperson that met my mom each week. Uh, My mom worked in a lab at a university and would interact with this man in um, buying different supplies that her lab needed. And he told me that, He was so impacted by my mom's kindness because each week she would ask about his family and that she saw him as a person and not just a salesperson. And I really found that to be really impactful in that moment, but also in my life afterwards. I try really hard to make sure that I treat people and serve others in the ways that my mom did to this salesperson. Though tax collectors and salespeople aren't necessarily the same, they could be seen as not worthy of kindness or respect. My mom refused to act in this way, and it made a big impact both to the person that she was interacting with, the salesperson, but also to me. Jesus also takes it another step, and not only is kind, but asks Matthew into his inner circle. My story of my mom might seem unique, but it actually shouldn't be. It feels unique to us because the world is desperate for something different. And different is exactly what Jesus asks us to be. We're called to be eccentric, off-center, unique, different, not conformed to the patterns of this world, but transformed by the renewing of our minds in Christ. Like Matthew, Jesus calls us to stop using others and start to serve others, and serving can look like a lot of different things. Serving could look like it being very action-oriented, things like being kind, giving our resources, the things you might automatically think about when you think about serving, but also coming to church, participating in prayer, and other spiritual disciplines. Those things can help you. They can equip you to surprise the world with the good news it didn't even know that it needed and didn't know that it was waiting for. Our personal daily lives can also serve others as we challenge the ways that we live that really, truly set all of us free in Christ. We read in our story today about Matthew. Matthew was proof of the grace exhibited in Jesus Christ. He gives evidence in his gratitude that he's not ashamed of who he formerly was. When Jesus said, follow me, he did so without ever second guessing of his worthiness to do so. What would it mean for us if Christians felt worthy of the call placed on our lives? Tax collectors were really unpopular people, collaborators with the occupying Roman forces. The call of Matthew, therefore, is shocking to those who think they know God and how God should act. Their exclusive world is further disrupted when they see who's sharing fellowship with Matthew and Jesus. Jesus's mission is unequivocal. He, the divine physician, comes to heal and save not the righteous, but those who are sick. We recently spent a lot of time here at Kindred Church talking about the Apostles' Creed. And if you were able to say, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again, then you just as Matthew are on a journey of becoming. None of us are perfect and we are all waiting on the future perfected hope of Christ's return. Therefore, tax collectors and church members alike all should be willing to be on this journey of life together. We all sin and really aren't that far away from being the people that Jesus sat with at the table in our passage today. So who are you in today's story? Are you Jesus? I know, big shoes to fill, but ready with God in your heart to be different and find ways to serve those who may have been tossed aside. Or are you Matthew, unassured of your faith, but totally willing if you were given the invitation. Maybe you're Matthew's friends at the table, willing to listen to Jesus, but aren't really ready to commit but are at those early stages of listening and just want to be around it. And maybe will eventually give your life and heart to God. What's beautiful is that no matter who you are in this story, Jesus wants to know you exactly as you are. If you're ready to serve, that's great. Myself or Pastor Daniel or anyone in the staff would love to help you find ways to serve here at Kindred Church. We can call you a disciple and get you into the fold. And if you're not ready to serve, that's cool too. Jesus will still defend you against all the religious institutions and people who are trying to judge you and tell you that you're not enough for church. After all, he is here for mercy and not religion. When someone, especially with a platform, claims Jesus and acts contrary to kingdom values, that's what most people hear. And sadly, because of such feelings, it's assumed by the world that religion and religious people hate sinners. But Christians really are trying to do a better job of dispelling this misconception. And I think that Kindred is a great example of that. Our goal is quite the opposite of hating sinners. Our goal as Christians is not to coddle insiders like the Pharisees or hate anyone. Our goal is to bring Jesus' love and mercy into the world, to all who seek it, tax collectors and church members alike. When we give up what the world sees as important and choose to be motivated by our faith, our life begins to speak about love and begins to truly showcase a Christ-like nature. In 2013, after I graduated from undergrad, the world told me I was a college graduate. The world told me that I could apply to a job and that I would probably get one and live a pretty decent life. But my faith said that there was another option. My faith said that international development, public policy, this work I'd been working towards wasn't the only call on my life. I had started to listen to what my life was truly about, apart from what the world aspired me to be. And I really saw that that was bringing me to seminary It brought me into a world I never knew that I needed and taught me about a God that I didn't even know was as wide or as deep as the love of God truly is. So when we say different, we see each other as neighbors and not roadblocks. Life becomes different in ways that's both easy to name and maybe not as easy to name. So how do we stay different and don't find ourselves falling into being a Pharisee? judging the choices of others. I would suggest a couple of options. Find a community that holds you accountable. And that might be a small group right here at Kindred Church. It could just be a group of people that you know, but it's not merely about friendship, but also about helping you to serve in your life and in the lives of those around you and not just see people as vehicles or transactions. Baptism can also be a way to embrace the different life of being a Christ follower. It's an outward sign of an inward transition to being more like Christ inside of ourselves. Getting baptized or renewing your baptism can be a way of embracing the different life Jesus calls us to, which is the subject of our of our sermon series this next couple of weeks. The struggle to say different is not just about individuals either. Many churches suffer from what I call misguided hero complex. Mainline churches wonder how to draw people in rather than how to engage with human beings where they actually are. Rather than wait for people to come in, as we think about how we relate to our neighbors, maybe church should follow our neighbors out into the world, responding to their needs as they emerge. And truly, I think kindred does a really good job of this, but there's always opportunity to do more. We are to serve because of a deep, abiding faith in each of us. Our service to the least of these should be a response to the love that dwells within each of us. If we love God, then we have to love God's creation, all of it. So I ask you today Are you willing to be different in your service as Jesus was as he sat at the table with Matthew's people? Our God consistently reveals to us how to prioritize humility and right attitudes over supposed right but empty actions. May we always strive to be humble, honest sinners, aware of our need for a savior, but absolutely shocked that the Messiah would be willing to have dinner with us. Let us pray. God, I thank you that you love us just as we are. Help us, each of us who hears this today, continue to choose to be different. Different in the ways that help us align to you and to your people. Different in a way that helps us to serve and love better in order to make this world closer to what you intend it to be. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Minoka. Uh, Friends, Minoka mentioned in her sermon uh, that baptism is one of those ways that we can respond to the love of Jesus. Baptism is one of those ways that we can commit to this very different way of life that Jesus calls us into. And I, I encouraged you last week in my sermon to be thinking about whether now is the time for you to get baptized or whether now is the right time for you to renew your baptism. And if any of that is of interest to you, or perhaps you already know you want to get baptized or you want to renew your baptism, uh, please, please let us know that. There is a form that we've got linked in the description here where you can uh, just fill out the, the, the short form letting us know of your interest or letting us know you, you'd like to be baptized or to have your baptism renewed. Uh, we're having a, a special service on May the 14th. This is something that we've never, ever done before at Kindred Church, and we're so excited about it. We're going to have a special service of baptisms and baptisms renewals, and we would so love to include you. Uh, So just take a second to fill out that form so that we can plan for you and we can get you more details about that service that is coming up here very, very soon. Uh, Also, be sure to check out the other links that we've got for you in the description here. If you're new to Kindred, I would love to connect with you. Just click the connect link. Uh, If you're local, we'd love to see you in in in-person worship. Just go to our website. It's kindrednc.church, and you can get all the information about in-person worship. And as always, Click the announcements link that you see in the description, and that'll take you to this week's newsletter. That's really the best way to stay up to speed on all the ways that you can get engaged, stay engaged with us, and and keep growing in your faith with us here uh, at Kindred Church. And so, with that, friends, remember that we love you and we hope you have a great week, and may the peace of Christ be with you. Thanks for tuning in. If this message was meaningful to you, consider sharing it with a friend who might also find it meaningful. To support this ministry, To get involved with Kindred Church or to learn more about us, check out our website, kindrednc.church.
1: We hope you have a great week.